You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi there. Welcome to Bird's Eye View. This is Dr. Lori Hess. I'm a bird and exotic animal veterinarian, and I have a guest with me today, Dr. Lauren Thielen, who also treats birds and exotics. And hey, guys. Here's Dr. Thielen. Thanks for coming, Dr. Thielen. You're welcome. We're going to have a little chat with you today about one of our favorite questions that we're asked very much this time of year, and that's what to do when you're choosing a pet sitter for your bird or a boarding facility for your bird. So we'll bring up some really interesting points. We're going to take a few-minute break now and come back with some really great questions for you to discuss when you're looking for the sitter or the boarding facility. Stay perched. We'll be soaring back right after these messages. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All-day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Yuppie Puppy City Kitty provides pet lovers an opportunity to earn up to 50% commission selling our premium pet products. Advocate Gina Brick says the opportunity to share such a quality product line with other pet lovers is amazing. The support of the Yuppie Puppy City Kitty family while working the business is a true gift. Mention special code PETLIFE when you enroll today and receive three additional products free. Find us at www.ypckpets.com. That's ypckpets.com. Okay, we're back now with Bird's Eye View. I'm Dr. Lori Hess, here with Dr. Lauren Thielen, and we're going to talk today a little bit about something that many of the clients that we work with ask us all the time, which is what to do if you're going to travel and you have to leave your pet bird with either a sitter or you have to board your bird in a facility. This is something we hear a lot, right, Dr. Thielen? Yeah, we board a lot of birds, and we also help people find the right pet sitter for them. And it's really a little bit of a different kind of process than if you're board, boarding a, any other kind of pet, like a dog or a cat. There are lots of places that do dog and cat boarding, but not so many places that are really good with birds. And the same thing for the sitters, too. There's a lot of people who feel comfortable walking a dog, but not necessarily getting that parrot out of the cage. <laughs> That's true. Parrots have very unique requirements, and they're very, very different. They're not quite as amenable to living in different places as like a dog or a cat might be. So it's often really hard for people when they want to go away, and I know you've probably heard this a lot, Dr. Thielen, that people who own birds can never go away because they're, you know, they're stuck at home because they don't know what to do with their pets when they want to travel. So um, we commonly are asked this question, and we have some advice if this, in fact, is your situation. If you have a pet bird and you're thinking about taking a trip this summer, um, warm weather's here, and lots of people want to go away, what do you do with that pet bird when you know that bird's lived in your house for years and has never traveled anywhere? So what kind of things do you think about, Dr. Thielen, when someone asks you this? Well, I guess I think about the type of bird it is, if they are amendable to stress, if they've ever actually left their house before. And then that kind of helps us fit with if they're going to be suited best at their home or best with um, a boarding facility such as a veterinary center um, that makes sure that they test their birds for infectious diseases because whenever you are bringing a parrot to um, an area where there's a lot of other parrots around, you want to make sure that those parrots aren't going to get your bird sick. 
That's a really important point, and not a lot of people think about that. I mean, most people bring in their dogs and cats for regular checkups. Dogs are vaccinated. You know, cats are examined fairly regularly, but most people do not bring their birds in for examinations. So, you know, they're really not tested for disease, and many birds hide their diseases because they're prey species, and they're not really apt to show the signs of infection or disease. Otherwise, they would get kind of picked off in the wild. So often people don't even know if their birds are sick. And then they're brought into other areas where there are other birds, and, and frequently these diseases are contagious. So if you're going to bring your bird into a facility where it's going to board around other birds, you have to worry about behavioral things, certainly, but you also have to worry about infection. Absolutely. So certainly one of the first things you want to ask, beside ob the obvious one, which is what kind of experience do you have with birds? Again, whether you're dealing with an individual sitter who's going to come to your house versus a center like our veterinary hospital where we regularly board birds is, you know, obviously what kind of experience do you have with birds, but also who are the other boarders there? Who else is going to be boarding? I mean, are there cats and dogs right near making lots of scary noise around your bird? Are there other birds, you know, within breathing or sneezing distance of your bird in its cage? You know, is there a chance for contamination and spread of infection? Absolutely. That barking dog next to a parrot who's never seen a dog before, it would be a very stressful experience for it. Absolutely. And that's one of the nice things about if you're going to find a facility that does bird boarding, that it be specific for birds, or at least that they take the birds and they put them in one area away from any other species boarding so that they don't get stressed. You know, putting prey animals with predators like dogs and cats can be very, very stressful, even if they just see them. It's very stressful. So that would be a very important thing. Many places will board birds. For example, pet stores will board birds without ever having a veterinarian examine those birds. So those birds could be carrying anything, anything that your bird potentially could get and take home and sometimes, unfortunately, get significant infections and die of. So you really do want to choose a facility where the, there is a veterinary exam and some health requirements in advance of boarding. And, and it can't be like two years before boarding. Ideally, it should be within a few months of boarding. So that's a really top question to be asking. Absolutely. Sort of along those same lines, I think it would be important to ask, you know, what happens if your bird gets sick? Who's going to look at it? I mean, don't we, we have that happen here occasionally, don't we? We, we actually do, yeah. And um, that's why it's important to have someone experienced because they know what a bird's dropping you're supposed to look like. They know, you know, how much you're supposed to eat a day. And they'll be able to catch that and bring that to, you know, we lurk at a vet clinic. So they'll bring that to our attention. And um, what's nice about boarding at the vet clinic is they'll get a medical attention right away. But if you're boarding somewhere such as a pet store or even in your own home, you do need to make a plan of what you're going to do ahead of time and who needs to be contacted in the event that your bird does get sick. Absolutely. So you should have the emergency list on the fridge if you're keeping your bird at home. And, and there are certainly benefits to keeping your bird at home. You know, being in his own environment, uh, with his own food, his own toys, his own cage, those are all really important things. But again, if there's an emergency, you want that sitter to be responsible and have that vet's number right on hand to call. And you want to actually talk about the situation and give that person's uh, means by which to pay for care, maybe leaving a credit card. You may have to sign some forms uh, authorizing that person or even a hospital to care for your bird, often up to a certain financial amount in case there's a problem or they can't reach you if, say, you're out of the country. So those are things that should be discussed in advance of the boarding or of the pet sitting. Absolutely. And to know if pet sitting or boarding is right for you, um, you can think about some things as well as how handleable your bird is. Now, if your bird is not 
used to people touching it or it doesn't enjoy um, a lot of activity, then maybe it's nice to find a nice pet sitter for you. However, um, if your bird is very social and enjoys company, uh, you might want to consider a boarding facility that's comfortable handling birds so you can ask how many times my bird be taken out of the cage. You know, what would you, you know, how are you going to feed my bird? What's actually going to go on? And so that way you both can feel comfortable while you're away and you can enjoy yourself. Absolutely. And, and obviously making the bird feel as most as home as possible is really ideal. Like when we board the animals here in the, in the veterinary center, we encourage people to bring their own food from home, their own toys. There are some people who actually really like to set the bird's cages up with the toys in a specific way to mimic the way it's set up at home so the bird is comfortable. And for some of the smaller birds that live in smaller cages, we actually will allow people to bring their own so the bird is really at home. Um, can't always do that for the big birds, but we do what we can to make them feel comfortable. And that does really help, I think. Absolutely. And, and you do want to make sure, as Dr. Thielen mentioned, that the bird is taken out of the cage, that individual attention is given to him during the time that he's boarding. Otherwise, birds, you know, they'll survive, but they may not have a great time. And what we like to say is, you know, when you're on vacation, your bird should be on vacation too. So it should be a pleasant experience for your bird. And that way the bird isn't afraid the next time you have to go out of town. Right. One nice thing also that we do here, which is great for any sitter or boarding facility to do, is to actually take a picture and send you a text message when you're away so you can actually see that your bird is thriving, doing well, very happy, and then you can really enjoy your trip too because you're not worried so much. It really makes people very happy when we do that. I know when I go out of town, um, if the pet sitter doesn't text me, I, I panic a little while. So I definitely really appreciate that interaction. Absolutely. I mean, we all like to see pictures of our pets and we'll feel much better if we see that they're being cared for properly. And, and care has to extend to the weekends, too. That's something, you know, many facilities are not open every day. Um, ideally, pet sitters are coming at least once a day. But you might want to ask what happens on a Sunday. Who's checking in on your bird? You know, how many times a day is that cage being cleaned. You don't want to leave around uh, moist food like fruits and vegetables, particularly in hot weather where they can get rancid and, and actually can be a problem for the bird if he or she ingests them. So you want to make sure that that cage is being cleaned the same way you would be cleaning it if you were home. Something you might not think about is what happens during a power outage. You know, if, if it's really hot and you have air conditioning in your house or if it's really, really cold outside and you have heat, what happens if the power goes out? That's something you might not think about, but uh, you might want to be asking your sitter or your boarding facility in advance, like, what would happen if that were the case? Have a plan. Absolutely. So I think, you know, all in all, it's just... It's individual for each bird and each owner, but just making sure that you find the right environment for your bird um, so that they don't undo undue stress um, and make them feel as comfortable as possible with people that are knowledgeable um, working with your bird and, the, and this species is very, very important um, and is a big take home today. So we have a couple more points we want to bring up, but we're going to take a few minute break now and then we'll be back to just finalize our discussion about what to look for in a pet sitter for your bird or a boarding facility when you go away for your bird. We'll be right back. She was thrown out of a pickup truck. Somebody threw him out of a car and shattered his leg. They found her walking on the streets. Many have been abused, malnourished, eating garbage. 
scabs, itching, licking, missing fur. This is commercial on TV that the ASPCA does. They want you to send in $19 a month for a dog in the shelter. I think you should go and adopt a dog from the ASPCA and then get that dog on Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You don't need to spend thousands on vet bills. Their answer is nutrition. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. When you rescue a dog, you've got to feed them right for life. Every rescue deserves at least 90 days of Dynavite. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi again. We're back at Bird's Eye View here. I'm Dr. Lori Hess here with Dr. Lauren Thielen. And we're talking today about selecting a pet sitter or a boarding facility for your bird when you go away. And one thing that might be really obvious that we haven't touched on, which probably be, should be the first thing you think of, is, is this facility or is this pet sitter licensed? Is it just someone who says that they know what they're doing? Or do they actually have insurance? You know, what happens if there's a big flood and your bird's cage gets damaged? Or God forbid your bird gets injured and it's the fault of the sitter? You know, you do want to find somebody reputable who has experience and who has taken the time to take out insurance and has some kind of professional license to be caring for this bird. And also in that note, make sure you keep the carrier of your bird next to your bird's cage and in the event that the bird does need to go to the veterinarian or out of the home for whatever reason, um, the sitter can feasibly do that. Yeah, and absolutely. We talked a little bit before about you know having a plan if the bird gets sick and contacting your veterinarian. I think in advance of your leaving, you should call your vet and let that vet know that your sitter is going to be t- caring for your bird between this time and that time, and that you get you actually have to provide with us at least, and I would think legally for most places, a written letter, whether it's an email or actually handwritten letter or something that's in writing, giving permission to XYZ person to um, care for your bird and to make decisions regarding the care of your bird in case of an emergency. It's really important. And again, providing that person a credit card or a means, uh, authorizing a means for which they can pay for the care if it's necessary in an emergency and they can't reach you is very, very important. So those are a lot of great tips. You know, traveling is very common with birds. You should not be afraid if you're going out of town to leave your bird at home. Birds are home bodies, and probably most of the time they'd love to just stay in their homes when you're away. Many birds, though, actually love coming to our facility because they meet other birds. Um, they don't touch them, but they might talk to them from across the way. I know 
we've been here late at night sometimes and we have a couple of African gray parrots who are very chatty. Um, one likes to make a ringing noise with the phone, sounds just like a telephone, and his buddy across the way answers hello. And it's actually kind of funny because they play off of each other. So uh, They definitely en enjoy the company. And it, again, it just gets to know, knowing your bird and what your bird would best suit. But um, I know a lot of Amazons and even, you know, even the so-called high-stress African greys, they do enjoy uh, the company and the surroundings. They even enjoy the staff walking around and interacting with them, offering them little bites of food every now and then. I know here at the Veterinary Center, we actually, each bird gets their own private DVD player. They watch movies or cartoons or whatever they particularly like. And I know it sounds funny, but they actually do particularly like certain things. You find that out. And Absolutely. so, and that's also important to make sure you do find a facility that's going to accommodate all those special little needs that your bird may need because it is very stressful. Remember, birds are highly social animals um, and, and you are their flock. You are it. And so when you go away, it's, it's a really big deal to them. And that's why sometimes birds get sick just because they're stressed and, and they miss you so much. So making sure that you're very comfortable um, with where your parrot's going to be is going to is really going to be worth it to do the research. Absolutely. Having those DVDs or movies playing, whether it's in a center like ours or at home, having that TV on and making sure someone can turn that TV off and even turn the lights off so that the bird can go to sleep. You know, we take that for granted, but would you want to sleep with the TV and the lights on 24-7? No, of course not. It will interrupt the normal pattern of the birds. So Absolutely. you do ideally have to have someone, if you're coming, if they're coming to their, your house, to come twice a day. Um, certainly at the veterinary center, we're doing things all day long with the animals and even on the weekends, we make sure that someone is here to feed, change cages, and provide entertainment for the birds. So, you know, boarding a bird can be a little more complicated than boarding a dog or a cat. There's lots of questions that need to be asked, but when done properly, you can enjoy your vacation. Your bird can enjoy his or her vacation too, and everybody can benefit, and no one has to worry, and there's a plan for everything. So I hope that you enjoyed our little talk today, that you learned some important things to be focusing on when looking for a boarding facility or a pet sitter for your bird. Thank you, Dr. Thielen, for coming in today and Absolutely. helping us out. It was great. And we're going to come back at some point soon and tell you things to think about when you are traveling with your bird, if you're actually taking your bird with you and what you might want to be prepared for. So thank you very much. This is Bird's Eye View, Dr. Lori Hess and Dr. Lauren Thielen. Bye, guys. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.